0: This is a podcast where real doctors discuss fake medical situations. That means that unless Morbius is back in theaters, this podcast is not medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackson Vane. I'm Johnny Kolasinski. You might remember me from such podcasts podcast as Morb Money, Morb Problems, Financial Planning for the Modern Nosferatu. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that... That's pretty good, Johnny.
0: Uh, this is Hi, Everybody, a Bad Medicine podcast where we talk about what Hollywood gets right and wrong about medicine and how the body works. Uh, you can find this podcast online on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hi Everybody MD, or by visiting www.HiEverybodyMD.com. You can also
1: call us, text us, leave us a message, give us ideas at 530-DOCTORB. That's 530-DOCTORB. The B stands for the easiest B I've ever used. Blood. Bad. I mean, yeah.
0: Bats? Blood? God. That's <laughs> even better. Blood? Ba- Baths? Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Uh, uh. Dr. Greg Winter is joining us once again to discuss the Hortober classic.
1: Yeah, he, he said it without us prompting him.
0: <laughs> yeah, because this was a horrible movie. Uh, we're discussing <laughs> it was not, Morbius. It was
1: not horrible. It was not good, but horrible is...
0: It's, rel- it's all relative. It is.
1: Also, can I say that uh after seeing Hortober written, maybe it's a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I think may I think it should clearly have two R's. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Noted.
0: Noted. And definitely next time don't spell it with a W. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so all of the good suggestions so far this season have come from Jackson or Greg. Uh, I picked this one, and for anyone that watched Morbius in anticipation, I wholeheartedly apologize.
1: Doctor Lavender also picked this one. If it helps, she she recommended it to me. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I also would say don't pay so to. You watch You can blame them. it on her. Okay, <laughs> but
1: definitely don't pay to watch this movie. No, F- get paid F- to watch this movie. This was a, this is Disney Plus, right? Uh, Netflix. Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah.
0: Because it's Sony, not okay, not technically Marvel. Okay, okay,
1: but it's bad.
0: It's it's bad. I mean, it's a vampire movie. Vampire movies can be great. It's technically name one.
1: Technically, it's a medical vampire.
0: Name one that isn't Interview with a Vampire. Um, Blade Two. (laughs) I was gonna say (laughs) Blade Two.
1: Did you mean to say Blade Two?
0: (laughs) All right, I'll give you that.
1: Also, in the Marvel universe. That's true. It is. Kind of.
0: So wait, is Blade on Disney Plus right now? <laughs> not yet. No. No, it's not on Disney Plus because we watched it not too long ago. Blade 2, however, or, or Bla- the new Blade that's coming out. With Mahershali. With, yeah, is going to be like a Disney movie.
1: I can't wait for the Disney Princess version of Blade.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: this, the main thing this movie did was made me think about all the bloodborne illness, the the bleeding illnesses that I couldn't remember that were all in the same test. Like Von Willebrand's disease oh. and sickle cell anemia, all the bleeding disorder yeah. stuff, Hemo, uh, hemophilia. hemophilia, all the hemophilias, spherocytosis, yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh,
0: well, what disease did uh, Dr. Michael Morbius, Michael Morbin Morbius, Unknown Ab. bleeding disorder. Hell, hell if
1: I know, but it just makes him not able to walk.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was strange. And
1: also he wasted away a lot too. Like he had no abs or any kind of <laughs> yeah, more. That's how you know you're a superhero with a disease. You have no abs. Yeah, <laughs> He, he was, had an abiotomy. Yeah. <laughs> he um, was also wasting away. Like he was pale as a ghost or so a vampire. A lot of the bleeding disorders can cause... Clotting, and if you have clotting, you have um, ability to cl- well. Actually, they can either cause clotting or, or excess bleeding, and if you get that in the wrong place, then you can get damage. So, if you have it in your brain, you can get a stroke. So that's the reason why he could potentially be walking around with his two. He just had DVTs for the, his whole life. No, like he can have a stroke in his brain.
0: Oh, <laughs> but they would have both have had to have had strokes in their brain. Oh yeah, I mean it, well, it I didn't guess... make it. It didn't make sense. No. Um, um, now. Uh, what, which of these blood disorders that you're discussing are the result of, quote, something ro- missing from their DNA and the only way to fix it is an oil change three times a day?
1: So there are certain bleeding disorders or blood disorders where you might make... Thalassemia. Thalassemia is one. You can- Boom! <laughs> but, mic drop. <laughs> but Please you can also drop the mic. You can also potentially have too much blood being made where you have to get it, like, legitimately drained out of you. That's... Um, what is it? Feel Pheo, not feochromo. It's um I forgot it. But there's one where you make too much blood and you have to like bleed like basically donate blood. Chromocytosis, is that what it is? I think so. It, yeah. Is
0: that is that where like leaching would have actually been a good Yes early kind of. move? <laughs> yes. Like yes. early being fourteenth century move, you know, when they diagnosed this sort of thing. Polycythemia. That's the off. one. Yeah. Polycythemia. Feel chromocytoma is a, a cancer.
1: <laughs> Yes. Yes. Where you make too much adrenaline. Okay. If I remember correctly. I'm I'm not going to fight you. (laughs) (laughs) This this was giving me like legitimate nightmares. Like, oh my God, I remember when all of these things were on the same test and you had to know the subtle differences between Mm -hmm. like why this bleeding disorder does this and why this one is mostly expressed in women and this one is mostly expressed in men. That's like G6PD where if you eat certain types of beans, your blood. Actually starts lysing. Now, thankfully, this movie didn't go into any (laughs) of this. I remembered I had a patient like that where he was totally healthy and then his parents gave him fava beans and he was just super pale. And apparently that was the thing that triggered it. It was like a board. You treated Anthony Hopkins? Yes. After he ate some liver with the nice
0: Chianti and fava beans, his blood started bursting. My tangent Mm-hmm. Uh, my understanding <laughs> of of that scene is why those lines are in there is that those three things are indicative of if he can eat those, he's probably off his antipsychotics. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do. Oh yeah,
1: the sip four fifty. Yeah, or P four fifty. One of those. I don't know. It's a thing that processes it in your liver to break down the medications. That it, that was one of those things where like the line was more intelligent than it needed to be yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> for a movie about but, eating somebody <laughs> but there's very few things where you actually need your whole blood transfused and exchanged um one of them is if you have really bad leukemia and you have too many white cells then you'll have like um where they essentially just filter out your whole blood and then take it all out and then take out all the white cells so that you don't have sludgy blood But (laughs) other than that, it's really rare for you to need a full, quote-unquote, oil change. Especially three times a day. Yes. If you need it three times a day, you're not alive anymore. Well, I mean, you could think of dialysis as kind of an oil change. Kind of, yeah. To get away, you know, you did bring up one thing it could be. It could be like spherocytosis where your blood cells are very fragile and they burst and you need to, like, filter out all of the... Basically, cell bits and um, potassium that has happened after your blood has lysed, but it doesn't cause your muscles to atrophy. Yeah, that was it. Was strange. They they combined a lot of stuff. They basically made them look like people with chronic illness, even though they were people with bloodborne or yeah. blood illness. You know how you know they're really sick blood though? Crutches. <laughs> the, the two yeah. crutches. Yeah. yeah, you have to use two crutches, and because it's old, ye oldie times. Uh, you the have the to. The eighties. It it is not uncommon for people that have uh, these clotting disorder illnesses to also have secondary effects based on the fact that they have had a clot somewhere um, that was uh, inopportune, right? You get a clot in your brain, you get a stroke, you get a clot in your arm or your leg, like you can lose partial use of it. And it's just, it would be weird that everyone with that disease had exactly the same clot pattern. Yeah, there's absolutely no reference though to what exactly. Yes, that, exactly. At all. We're making a lot of assumptions, but they definitely did not say what the disease was.
0: I feel like we can narrow it down though, because which of these is cured by mixing your DNA with that of a vampire bat? Well, all of them. Okay, that's, that's standard <laughs> sure, cure man. curative behavior for anything blood related. Um, no, none of them. I, I, I this is I. I feel like. What would that sort of gene splicing do is far beyond the scope of this podcast because uh, it's wacky.
1: Yeah, it sounds cool. It looks cool. It looks very sciencey. He did have a science tube of bats. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, or someone mentioned, or referred to it as the cash tornado of bats. <laughs> <laughs> How many bats can you catch? You get to keep all the bats yeah. that you catch. The rabies, however, free. <laughs> the rabies is free. Oh man! Is rabies a bloodborne illness? It's transmitted through like saliva after a bite of infected animals. But so. I think we mentioned this before. Like, if you were in a room with a bat, or like say you woke up and you saw a bat in the corner, you need to get rabies shots. Mm-hmm. It's really? assumed that you have been bitten by a bat.
0: Because and bats, jerks. Are the,
1: yep. And the bats are the number one carrier of rabies, at least in the United States. So anytime you're exposed to a bat. You need to get or Jared shot. Leto or Jared Leto. You need to get it. <laughs> it's kind of like that Office episode where um, Meredith gets uh, trapped with a bat in her head. You're you're supposed to get a rabies shot at that point. You know, one of the things that they do for rabies is they will induce a coma. Right? Rabies can cause a pretty significant fever, and it does some other stuff. I don't know Man. hydrophobia. That would have that would have been worth looking up. But one of the ways, that, like there is no treatment for rabies directly. But one of the things they can do to try to protect. The damage to your brain is to induce a coma. And interestingly, in this movie, one, one of the girls in the beginning is affected. She's having a blood crisis. I'm rolling my eyes. <laughs> she was there, like, we need to put her in a coma. And it, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, her blood was
0: really blooding. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they just gave her like one push of propofol and, like, you know what? Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> uh, do not protect her airway. Yes. But uh, propofol for sure is, you need to do like a full, like, drip. Propofol. If it, it sounds familiar, it's the thing that the cardiologist, Michael Jackson, had used and killed him. Yeah. It was the inappropriately using propofol to induce sleep in Michael Jackson. Probably because Michael Jackson was inappropriately using other medications to stay awake. I do appreciate that they used the same, like, nose doctor as Michael Jackson. Uh, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs>
0: They, they, they inappropriately, uh, inappropriately introduced Michael Jackson's nose into yes. vampires. Yes, he did. he did really look the same. That is one of the side effects of Morbin, is you get Michael Jackson's nose. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the reason that that they wanted to induce the coma in that character is with uh, her temperature was spiking and her kidneys were shutting down. Is that a reason to do that? Is that... No.
1: I It definitely is a... <sighs> If things are happening in your brain, that's a way that they can semi protect your brain, but that's too specific. Like, that's a very, like, neurology specific question. You might be trying to reduce the metabolic load on your brain by yeah. putting
0: someone in a coma,
1: but if you're going to use, like, propofol, you need to use some other medications to help too. Also, treat her fever I mean, if you're worried about that. But also, also, you have to keep giving propofol, right? You don't, yeah, propofol not a, a one time dose. It is a drip, yeah. But also, you should be using, like, some kind of other medicine to bring the fever down. This is one of those situations where this is where everyone thinks your fever is going to cause her to have more brain damage. It's something
0: else that's causing all of it. Not, it's the sickness that's causing the brain damage, not the fever itself. I have a new high, Everybody drinking game because mm. it's come up the last four episodes. How much Anytime a fever is supposedly causing brain damage, everyone drink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jackson's so, died. Then Jackson's my, in a coma. My
0: liver was, would not handle that.
1: And then I would have hepatic encephalopathy, which causes <laughs> me to have a fever. Then you're going to put me in a coma because you you're can have brain damage. Correct. You could also have clotting disorders. Yes, that is true, man. Just full circle. <laughs> just brought it all the way around. Yeah, your, your liver controls a lot of your body's clotting disorder or clotting, um, enzymes. And when you have cirrhosis, which you can get from drinking too heavily, uh, then your clotting factors can be messed up. And then I'm people, and so one of the things that can sometimes be an initial presenting sign of people who have cirrhosis is they're bleeding from, from places. And it's usually from their butt because that's an easy place to bleed from. It is. Mm. They usually have a GI bleeding and then we, they try to, um, they, they use a scope and look inside and they can't really find it. It's just kind of generalized. Or they can have um, esophageal varices, which is really thick veins in your esophagus. And those can bleed really easily. Yeah. And people die from that. Um, I was going to say I looked through my notes And I did find one thing Where they said They needed to create Anticoagulants To help with their disease Which might be a hint But
0: also Not a hint at all <laughs> it's, re- it's very general Yeah uh, And bats uh, At least according to the movie They produce saliva That has those Anticoagulants Which is true
1: If you are a blood the, Whatever the blood feeding bats are Vampire it, bats Yeah but that, that's not What they're called There's a real name for them <laughs> Morbin bats, morbid <laughs> bats. There we go. Whatever the bats that feed on blood, but um, also mosquitoes and yeah. ticks also yeah. make that same kind so, of thing. So, in order to keep blood from clotting, they have to have they have things in their saliva to make it so that the blood won't clot, so it'll flow freely. And also, they have an enzyme so that when they bite, they don't cause a lot of pain. Is mm-hmm. my understanding, which is the reason why if you have a bat in the room, you have to you, you got get assume you get bit. Yeah. Okay, that is why. Um This all made no sense at all. And then they said they're going to do more experimentation on about bats on a boat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there was no reason to take no reason to do any of that. Well, the reason for that,
0: according to the film, is that these blood, uh, these blood transfusions have to be performed in international waters. But you're doing experimentation on yourself.
1: Yeah. You don't need to do that on international waters unless you procured the blood illegally. But even then, who knows? Yeah, so, I mean, this this would be talking about specifically scientific method and scientific study where when you're, when you're trying to come up with a new therapy, the first thing you do is kind of do it theoretically where people may even think this molecule looks like a molecule that might fit into a space on someone's body that we're looking at affecting. And, simulate. Right. So then you, you can simulate that. Then you can actually build that molecule. Then you inject it into rats. And see what happens, and that's like phase one testing. Um, or scene four testing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> scene five, the rat comes back. What is when? What phase is it that is human studies? Is that phase three trials? I don't remember. It's three. Okay. But basically, if you're going to test on humans, there's a lot of steps you have to so, go through before you can do that. If you're going to do stuff to yourself, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. You, you don't need to have any pre-trials. You can you can inject yourself with whatever you want but also you have to deal with the consequences yeah. of it like becoming a vampire. like becoming a vampire <laughs> like oh man i didn't want to hang from oh, the ceiling today God, this is not what i signed up for at all how about those gunmen they're pretty aggressive
0: too yeah. for no reason like, <laughs> like I, we clearly hired you to guard us on this boat yeah. and, and then, then the like, power goes out for a split second so they send someone down there with a assault rifle to check on it, and then the vampire alarm goes off yeah. because they have a dedicated alarm for what if vampire? Because no one yeah. hit a button. No, it did.
1: It just kind of happened randomly. I was just kind of going back in that same scene when they were giving him the meds. He had, like, all these little clips all over his body, and then she injected him with medicine, in, I'm presuming, into his spine laterally. <laughs> yeah, that's – there's a lot of things you got to go through to get to – your spinal cord—that is not the way to do a lumbar puncture or any kind of epidural. I would say.
0: Maybe he needed the crutches because his <laughs> spine was sideways. Well, no, I, I mean, if you inject like out. that,
1: that's that's how you end up walking with crutches because you can. Do <laughs> there we go. The spinal cord. Um, you, empty yeah, you, blood forever. You you come directly ninety degrees to the back, basically, if you're going to inject into the spinal cord, and mm-hmm. aim towards the belly button. And there's there's a whole procedure of how people are supposed to sit how the bevel of the needle is supposed to be mm-hmm. in order to to make things as safe as possible when you're injecting. Yeah. The up. way the way I explain it to families is where we're injecting, we're way below the spinal cord itself and we're just with bundles of nerves that are kind of floating around. So if you try to stab a piece of spaghetti boiling in water, you can never really hit any of the pieces of spaghetti. That's a fun game for your next party. <laughs> stab the spaghetti. Stab the spaghetti. But it kind of paints a a picture that it's really hard to cause neurologic damage. However, in this one, he clearly has some kind of neurologic damage because he goes into a seizure. Where did she, what level did she try to inject? It really looked like thoracic spine. And he probably, she probably went through some kidneys on the way in. (laughs) She just went from the side. Side, Yeah, a couple of them. She went through a couple kidneys. When you actually do that procedure, you go in uh, like... Through the spine, you have the person bend to expose the, the spaces between their spine, and you go directly into that um, spinal column. Yep. You don't, you don't want to be passing through anything. No, else. just through like some muscle of uh, anything, because you, ha- you, you do have muscles that overlie your spine. But then he goes into a seizure, and then the, the first thing they do is tie him down.
0: <laughs> we, they tie him down in advance because they were planning for the seizure. So that's a bad idea.
1: Mainly because you don't want to tie anyone down with the seizure because you can actually get muscle breakdown if they're shaking for a long time in those restraints. You can actually get rhabdomyolysis with that too. Yeah, you wanna you wanna actually you wanna stop the seizure. You don't just wanna stop them from flailing around. Yeah. I mean, you know, this is this is a very specific thing where they're trying to do stuff knowing that he's gonna have a seizure. So maybe there's a reason for them not to try to break the seizure, but if somebody has a seizure, step one is to to stop it, by giving medications and stuff.
0: Good yep. thing they did. They didn't try to stop him from swallowing his tongue. Which is impossible to do. You can get your tongue being really like floppy and maybe blocking
1: it a little bit, but it's impossible to swallow mm-hmm. your tongue, which we hear all the time. Um, also, if there was a way to fake a seizure to make doctors not think you had a real seizure, that is the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old floppy flops, which... When we get patients who
0: have, like, psychogenic non-epileptic seizures, um, that's exactly how they act. That That's doctor for faking it even if they're not consciously. Yes.
1: So there's something... We used to call them pseudo-seizures. Now they're called psychogenic non-epileptic seizures, a.k.a. penis. Um, P-N-S. P-N-S. P-N-E-S. P-N-E-S. Yes. But they flop around and they kind of do the same thing. That usually when you actually see someone with a seizure they're flexing and um extending their arms or their legs over and over again not so much just flopping around like you're a fish out of water and i think that's what jared leto was doing so seeing that and that's how people learn what seizures look like from watching from jared leto <laughs> from watching mainly from jared leto um <laughs> so no but a lo- i mean there are a lot of a lot of people's ideas about what happens in medicine comes from television I mean, mm-hmm. and a lot of, and the things on television are done for Visual excitement as opposed to accuracy. And thank goodness they are or else we wouldn't have this show. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It's like a public health lesson. We're all teaching people about what things should look like sometimes. But yeah, that whole shenanigans was messed up. There was a lot of shooting, a lot of morbid, a lot of eating blood, and biting of necks. You know what there was not a lot of? Say it. Blood. Blood. Yeah. There was not a lot of Blood. The number one complaint of all of our horror our movies, I guess. All of our movies. Yeah. The, Which the is only very strange for a movie about blood. Blood. It, it is about blood.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the whole... Th- it, the vampire and, thing was a side bullies. story. The yeah. fifth <laughs> word... <laughs> blood and bullies. The,
0: the, the fifth word in the Netflix description was blood. Yeah. What and was, there was still not enough blood. What was the Netflix description? It, it, had, the, it had blood doctor in there. I don't know... That might not be be the exact fifth word, but it was like blood. He's like also called a
1: hematologist. He is technically a hematologist in the comics. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. My um, in medical school, they in medical school they assign you to a like mentor who's helped to, his, who's supposed to be there when things get a little bit rough. And so mine was a hematologist You're and... Named Michael Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember I, I failed a hematology exam and she brought me into her office and she was like, well, what's so difficult about hematology? And she was literally surrounded by blood dese- like blood degrees. Just like, well, I get that it's easy for you, but... <laughs> hematology is really hard. It's a lot of subtle stuff looking through a, micro, uh, a microwave. Um, <laughs> a... Well, there's your problem, Greg. There's there's your problem. I I keep microwaving all the specimens. It just keeps turning brown and then bursting. (laughs) What the heck? But yeah, hematology is very, very complex. It's very tough. It's not just like your blood type and that's it. Like you have various cells of various shapes. And then sometimes you have too many cells or
0: too few cells and it causes issues. It's very difficult. Sometimes you have too many DNA. Sometimes you have too few DNA. Oh, my God. The, the amount of times they said DNA and chimera in the first,
1: like, half hour of this movie drove me insane. They were, they were using a lot of
0: buzzwords. They were. When is this movie set? Because when yes. they were in, like, the Cider House rules. Um, we, uh, Technically, that was in Greece. That was in Greece. And, like, they, they were driving in in, like, a 1944 Packard. You're lucky that they didn't show Mount Olympus and all that other stuff. So
1: <laughs> Greece, Greek hospital. Uh, I honestly don't I think, I think they weren't sure To be modern. perfectly honest I think it was kind of Anytime Anytime foreign country I think technically Morbius was like 70 No I'm making that up I don't <laughs> <obvious>. <laughs> He looked great right for 70 Yeah he, he did, did look great for 70 It's that vampire blood <laughs> <laughs> It's those bat abs The babs Once you get those bat abs you know everything is okay I mean, that's how we knew he was okay. Who wasn't okay was his doctor friend, who got knocked out and then ended up in the ICU.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So did she end up becoming a vampire
0: at the end? Yes. Yes. Like the the, 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 the only last... way to save
1: her was to make her a vampire.
0: Uh, she made herself a vampire. She bit his lip. No, she bit her lip. She bit her lip, and then he, okay, and then he. Ugh, I'm rolling my then he eyes. Ate her. Can you
1: hear me rolling my eyes again? It just sounds like plastic. Just. <laughs> ugh. It, I mean. I don't understand how she became a vampire. They only showed it for like a few seconds. Yeah, they just showed
0: her eye going all Morby. They're just like, there will be a sequel. They can't afford it. Yeah, I mean, they already got Michael Keaton. That movie. Yeah, but so did Batgirl. Batwoman. Batgirl? (laughs) Batgirl. It was Batgirl. Oh, no, we're going to lose some good movies. Where they, they literally canceled Batgirl after filming was done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Well, that was WB. Not wanting to pay for that anymore. Uh, tax, tax write-offs. Yep. Yeah. But the, I don't remember, Dr. Bancroft. Yeah, yeah, she ended
1: up in the ICU, and he just walked in so nonchalantly into the ICU without any issues at all. And I don't know about you, Greg, but I've never been in an ICU where I didn't need to use a badge to get into it. As much as a hospital is a place where you can sort of, if, you, if you're if you in the right outfit and you look confident, you can kind of can kind of get to a lot of places one of them is not the icu the icu is always on lockdown uh usually have to badge into it and the children's ward those are the probably the the biggest places that get locked down other floors they don't care
0: Um, so why is it that you would have to badge into the icu as opposed to like other departments
1: i don't know the icu is full of like really really uh very very sick patients the sickest patients. it's the intensive care unit So it's where kind of the most intensive care is going (laughs) on. (laughs) Right? I mean, um, so you want control, right? This is the place that potentially could be really chaotic. So you want to be able to control who goes in and who goes out. Um, Silence is nice because it promotes healing, which is also a very important thing. But also if it's like a trauma ICU, which like one of the hospitals I worked at had three different ICUs. um, You don't want someone who shouldn't be in there finishing the job like for example
0: um a physician who might be a person of interest in the murder of eight mercenaries on a boat just outside of <laughs> yes.
1: you wouldn't want that physician in the icu of the patients who were still alive following that attack yeah. huh
0: huh and so you
1: do that by controlling the access to the icu yeah I mean, there's a few
0: places you need to control access to, and that definitely is one of them. Instead of controlling access, could you just, for example, control lighting and have the lights just slowly flicker on and off as someone's walking <laughs> down the hall, ho- ho- walking down the hallway, possibly being, you know, pursued by a vampire? Honestly, if I had a hallway in the hospital that kept flickering
1: like that, I would not be at that hospital for a bit. There are, <laughs> I'm so part of. Uh, the new things in healthcare are, are saving money. And so that is some of the stuff that happens in m- newer, modern hospitals. Where, like, if somebody isn't around, then... But h- hallways are always on, though. I, I'm not saying what's on and up. I'm just saying, like, it detects you and it moves... The lighting moves with you, right? It saves... It's efficient. It saves money. But it's also, like, not appropriate for a hospital. Like, that's not what you want in a hospital. Wasn't there an episode of Silicon Valley
0: where... Certain people couldn't access the... Uh, no, that was a Better Off Ted. That's it. Where they had to have... The, the black character had to have a white person going with him at all times. I believe it. <laughs> because the light switches wouldn't turn on when he walked in the room. Better Off Ted, by the way, is fantastic. That it is, should
1: not have gotten canceled. That is one of, one of the better shows on TV that got canceled very, very early. I agree with you on that. Oh, the other thing is... This is uh, going back to when was this movie set... The ICU chart was still on paper, yeah. And just grabbed and looked casually through it. That's a very thin chart for someone who got seriously hurt. You would expect it to be a much thicker chart. Three pages. Yeah, it was three pages. There are sort of working like day working charts versus the patient's full chart. So that might be the setup that the ICU has. But basically, in every hospital in the U.S., everything is on computer. It is. Federally mandated that your charting has to be electronic. Yeah, which has good and bad implications because it depends on the depends on the electronic medical chart that you have access to, yeah. and some are better than others because some of them are real, real garbage. S- some of them are purchased to be the cheapest thing that they can uh, the, that possibly the, get <laughs> the the cheapest thing that meets the federal mandate. Yes. I'm not gonna name any particular brands, but I have used many of them. One of which you couldn't even use a mouse. You had to just use a keyboard and tab through everything, and it really sucked when you were at the top, and the thing you need to fix was at the bottom. It's just sitting there like tap 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 you, tap, know tap, you tap, can tap, shift tab. tab, which takes you up. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> which is even worse. Yeah, it's it a lot of the a lot of the more basic ones don't really function well with Windows. They're, they're mostly on Windows. This and one was DOS. A lot of the more basic ones don't even work well with the operating system that they're they're made for, so it yeah. becomes very, very, um, very difficult just to kind of do basic stuff. So, like an
0: epic failure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Epic's pretty good, though. Okay, I mean, but that was I, I only knew I, one. I, yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> the one I work the the one I work mostly with. We do not have that one, um, but I and I certainly miss it. That one was clearly made by people who embraced what computers could potentially do versus trying to make things look like paper. Oh, there was one scene I wanted to talk about where he wasn't feeding for a long time and he started getting his vampiric features and he mentioned his vitals dropped. I mean, okay. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't, I've never used that term before. I say vitals are dropping like heart rate dropping or heart rate goes up. Yeah. They're dropping. I mean, that's, I, I think the only time I've ever mentioned any kind of vitals dropping is blood pressure and maybe oxygen saturation and respiration rate. Usually, my well, I guess because in my world, they breathe faster for a while and yeah. heart rate goes up for a while and then it goes the other way. But you would think in a period of stress, your vitals should kind of spike. Well, it means different things mm-hmm. and um, your. Your heart rate, especially if it goes up, that's a sign that maybe you're in pain. If you, even if you can't speak for yourself, your heart rate combined with things like uh, your, your facial grimacing and things like that can sometimes indicate pain versus if, you're, if your heart rate's going down, then we worry less about things like pain. Um, same thing for your, for your breathing rate. If your breathing rate is, is elevated, 20 is considered the high limit of normal. So if your breathing's over 20, then we're like, well, what's going on? In an adult. Is in that, that 20 respirations I'm sorry, per minute? That's a, that is a very good point. That is a, in an adult. It's someone over 18. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 20 breaths a minute. Um, and then it gets confusing as people are getting towards the end of life. So when I'm seeing them, there, there's this thing called apnea where you can have these long periods where people aren't breathing. So they may have very shallow, uh, very shallow or very... Um, uh, there's, so there's rhythmic types of breathing where people breathe shallow and then very deep and then can have these periods of apnea. And that can affect what your, your breathing rate is, right? Cause that's just an average, but, um, so it can look normal, but then you could have had, you know, 20 second apnea in the middle of that where people aren't really breathing, which is abnormal. Um, but it's not really abnormal for me. It's just signs that people are getting closer to the end. For us, it's like, oh crap, <laughs> <laughs> not, not a good thing. We'll sit there and go, has it been 20 seconds of not breathing? Uh, Stimulate. Shake them. Or rub their chest or something like that. Because that's when it gets really scary. Especially with babies. Because babies babies will breathe up to 60 times a minute. Which is very, very fast. And there's a couple reasons why... And some of the reason for that is your body has multiple reasons why it decides to breathe. One of them is if you have falling oxygen levels. And one of them is if you have rising CO2 levels. So those kind of two competing thing two competing things determine the the pace that you're breathing at. And when your circulation is changing and your body doesn't know what's going on anymore, it's not receiving those signals properly, so your your breathing patterns change. Yep. There's I'm trying to think there's like Kuzmal breathing and there's another one. Chain Stokes. Chain Stokes, that's the other one. I know things sometimes. Things. <laughs> So those are some pretty specific patterns of people breathing that indicate things might not be going perfectly on the inside. I'm like looking at my notes and I keep on writing, where's all the blood? Where's
0: all the blood? <laughs> it, it, they, it was eaten by Morbius yep. and Matt Damon. That's a Matt Smith joke. No. For people listening to this four years from now when House of the Dragon isn't on anymore. Fair enough. Um, Greg, do you remember how much blood is in the human body?
1: Like eight liters or something. So they said twelve pints. That doesn't feel right. No, it's five liters. Five liters. Five liters. So that I don't know why they just tossed in that random fact. But I mean, you would feel that you'd want to be right if you're going to toss. <laughs> it yeah, that's that seems very easily fact checked. And if you want to, if you're out there thinking, well, how many pints is there in five liters? It's ten. There's ten pints in five liters. Correct. So they overestimated? They overestimated.
0: Okay. Yeah. But the joke doesn't work if it's, ha- have you drank 30 beers in one <laughs> sitting? Yeah. 36 is much funnier. A pint is like those little milk cartons when you were a child, right? Yeah, or a pint or of a beer. Or a pint of
1: beer. So 16 ounces. This is a pint.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding a
1: pint. So 10 of those? Tens a people. 10 tall boys equals one... Uh, one person Alright, that's fair Yeah, that's worth That's worth. But it. it's just funny that they would say something And not so Something that is so easily fact-checked Yeah that I, I mean, just because I got it wrong Doesn't mean it's not easily fact-checked I was guessing Yeah, but you have writers who have access to yes. the internet And can look up stuff So I just thought that was they, a Speaking <laughs> of fact-checking I think we should do some fact-checking I mean, <laughs> There will be a there there should be a whoopsies episode. Yeah. I think there should be a whoopsies episode. I think some of my friends
0: uh have pointed out some whoopsies. Yes, they have. I can't wait for they, that episode. For our whoopsie Wednesday. <laughs> I'm willing to do it. Uh I know this is obviously where the movie is fantasy, science fiction, comic book, whatever, as opposed to realistic. Is there anything that would result in that sort of drastic facial change Obviously the coloration and things that, That's something we've talked about before But like The weird Leprosy
1: No, not structurally um, Not to your bones But definitely to soft tissue Leprosy can That's the only thing I can think of and We don't even have that many cases of leprosy anymore no, we, you, we have very few from armadillos. Yeah. Um, actually, probably the thing that causes the biggest change in people's facial and body tissue is steroids. We would, yeah, is iatrogenic, which means hospital co- or medical cause. And it's from the side effects of medications that we use. And the main one would be probably steroids. If you use... um. If you use steroids for a long time, they suppress your adrenal glands, and then you get all types of changes, and you can, the big ones that I am remembering are, you get what's called moon faces, which is your face gets much fuller, you get a humpback, you store more subcutaneous fat. The buffalo hump? The buffalo hump, yeah. (laughs) So that's, yeah, that's that's the big thing that can cause change to your face, but also that happens over time. That's like kind of long-term steroid. Actually, it's not really long term, it's more medium term steroid use. Yeah, it's like if you do high high dose steroids, it doesn't quickly. even have to be high high dose. Just just steroids, just steroids, steroids over time and you start to see those changes. Yeah. Um what else was there that
0: really grinded my gears? Oh,
1: <laughs> the freaking ferritin injection to they made ferritin antibodies. Right? I, I don't know
0: if it was antibodies is what they said or not. I think I, it was. We, we couldn't bear to go back and watch that. <laughs> <time>. <laughs>
1: we, but the, it was to bind the sickness and affect the ferritin. And ferritin, if I remember correctly, is what binds to iron in your body. It's what, I, it around. I believe it's what allows iron to be pulled into cells. That's, that's kind of my cheapo remembering because it's like ferritin. in. Yeah. And there's an "in" in it. Yeah, and that's it, how I remember things in my
0: Ferret from the Latin for it, iron, for Ferreting and, it in, and "in" from the English for in.
1: It yeah. is the primary intracellular iron storage protein, keeping iron in a soluble and non-toxic form. It acts as a buffer against iron deficiency. Well, anybody can and iron read hormone. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but the, the whole making an antibody against that protein will do nothing. Also, the method of delivery made me really upset too, which I think we've talked about it in way, our very first episode. Way back then, yeah. yeah. Did they do... Uh, yes. Yeah, into yep. the, the heart. Cortisol? No. Oh. No. The old stabby in the heart. Oh. Which, I mean, it's not going to fix a heroin overdose, but you know. Will it fix a vampire? It might.
0: I, I mean, he, he if was if, reading... you want, if you
1: want a quick uh, dissemination throughout the body, getting it in the heart <laughs> would, would be, be fast. But it would also be really dumb. Yeah, because you're going to get hemopericardium and all that other stuff that I think we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. And you can potentially die. But you're a vampire. you don't. And need the goal heart. was dying. The goal was right. death. Yeah. Did they kill him? I yeah. It. Wait, so did he die from being fixed of being a vampire or did he die of his original illness? Well, I mean, that's a question for the medical examiner. He still had abs, so I think. <laughs> 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 so did the needle kill him then? It's tough because he also like he didn't go he didn't go into his cachexic state. He went into his. Um, I appreciate your fancy word there. <laughs> well, you know he did like he looked like a vampire, and then he got stabbed, and then he went to looking like the healed person. He didn't go looking into. Oh, you're the right. Sick person. Yeah,
0: he didn't revert revert back to his um, wimp stage. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> his his pre serum Steve Rogers. Yes. <laughs> free serum Steve Rogers.
1: But who gave him again, who gave him the serum in the first place? Cuz did he stab himself in the back?
0: He, well, uh, he or
1: through he, the kidneys, I'm sorry. I don't know. Right? Cuz it took a lot of people to well it took another person to give him the medicine in yeah, the first place. Yeah, well, maybe it was
0: it was somebody else. Maybe it was a doctor from Chernobyl who the Best actor in this film, whose name I'm forgetting, but he got surprised.
1: So I, I, mean, there's,
0: there is this thing where a, um,
1: a show can over-explain what it's doing with medical nonsense jargon. Yes, and there is a thing where a show can under-explain it, and uh, it's like if you're going to be talking about blood the entire time, you just have like you have to have a consistent theory of what you're doing. Yes, otherwise. You're just like blood, 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 blood. Name, blood product.
0: Toss out artificial one. blood. Yeah, ferritin. The,
1: the blue blood. Capricorn yeah, Yeah. So that that would be what he? No, hemoglobinemia would look like chocolate. Not. Like, <laughs> it actually would. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying there. It, this this fails in a different way than some other things fail. Like this fails because. And, and for me, often what makes very good sci fi is that things are not explained very well, right? You, you are allowed to fill in the blanks yourself. Mm-hmm. But because this is trying to be so technical, it's just like you, you have to have some sort of theory that I can glom onto other than just saying, blood, blood. The blood is bad. We'll fix the blood. Oh, what's wrong the with blood us, the blood better? The blood better. <laughs>
0: right. Build blood yeah. better. Thank you, Joe Biden so bad um but also like making fake blood too like yeah that was something that we didn't talk about was the reason uh michael morby morbius got so famous uh is because he wrote the premise for true blood yeah uh well exactly yeah he he created a fake blood that was usable in people and apparently shelf stable because he stole it out of some emt bags that were literally sitting on a uh uh, porch stoop at one point in time, in the sun,
1: but also that your body adjusts to like an opioid, mm-hmm. which is weird. Because he because he needed more and more blue blood in mm-hmm. shorter and shorter amounts of time. That's, he was he was, was accommodating, not accommodating. <laughs> it was tolerant. He, he was becoming tolerant to his blood medication. I'm glad he's not intolerant. It's true. <laughs> it's Rh Rh negative. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but that. That whole scene just made no sense in general. (laughs) I just hated all of it. I don't understand why it had to be. I guess they had to stylistically show it as the blue stuff instead of the red stuff. So that
0: that you'd know whether he was eating people blood or not people blood. Yeah,
1: And you just can't keep blood in the refrigerator for that long without it just breaking down. Because you need an anticoagulant like a bat. Well, not just that, but the blood in the pouches eventually can go bad. So a lot of times we'll just freeze it and then thaw it out when we need it. You can't just have it in the refrigerator for a I didn't long think time. it was str- I thought it was strange as, as he was making the stuff. He had 3 bags hanging at the same 3 like teeny tiny bags like that's not how you would do this. You no. would be
0: using a bag at a time. Yeah. When he was making the the camera stuff. Yeah. Also the, the I know I'm not a full
1: a real lab scientist but I think centrifuging vertically doesn't work super well.
0: Uh, like a, like a wheel of fortune centrifuge. It looks much
1: better. It it does. They but have an actual centrifuge in uh, Outbreak, which I was recently watching, and it's definitely flat, flat on the desk. Otherwise, you know, every, every test tube isn't the same amount of weight. And so if you had a vertical one, it would be very oh. unstable. Yeah. Because it, you have vo- yeah. multiple, multiple lab, value or lab uh, tubes that you've drawn and like some, you know, some are more than others. And so even the tubes themselves are bigger than others. And if you got a centrifuge, you got to You got to spin them. That, I would never have thought of that. Yeah. It just looked. It looked cool, but it does nothing. Did it? Did it look cool? Nothing about this movie looked cool. We had, we had a centrifuge in my house growing up. There was no getting out of. Getting out sick in my house. <laughs> it just didn't happen. Oh, you're sick, huh? Well, let's put well, it in the centrifuge. Let's see how thick your blood is. It looks like you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> the blood test, you're 100% lying. That scene in Outbreak is really... It. That's one of those other things I've had nightmares about, is the guy reaching into a spinning centrifuge. Oh, <laughs> it's God. just like, oh, no, no, no don't, no, do, don't that. do that. <laughs> those, those glass spinning, yes. spinning that will glass shatter. With blood in it. Yeah. No, other and people's blood, potentially diseased yes. blood. That's a no-no. Yes, Ebola is back, by the way. Too side note, nice. I know, and never left, but it's back. Now. We're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of of uh, blood diseases, there is enough blood with Ebola. The <laughs> there is, there's too much. Yeah, that is a scary one. Um, there was one other medical thing that made me kind of cringe was when he was breaking his hand. The oh, Morbius' right. breaking hands. He goes, "I'm breaking your phalanges." While he's holding the bottom of the hand, snapping it, <laughs> he's like, "Say hello to your metacarpals." And then he squeezes up top. Oh, that's that's not right. No, no, it's not. <laughs> so your phalanges are the things that thing, mm-hmm. and then okay, there you go. And then your metacarpals are below that. Yeah. So if below your fingers, there's actually another long a bone. set of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, subhand things that are long that are below there too. So this is worth having a link to look at. Yeah. I know. I'm trying to like, explain yeah, it with it, my hand it, here. And
0: you're actually doing a good job if you yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, by Wednesday, uh, give, give me an illustrated image in Canvas, Canva that I can toss on the uh, show notes. Okay. I'm giving you a deadline. That's fine. But that again, this is one of those very easy
1: things yeah. that you don't really need a medical professional for. You just need Wikipedia. Right, especially if you're going to be like, I know this word, but I don't know quite what it means. Yeah. If, Let's if, just
0: throw it in the script. And, and that, at point, that point in time is not a writing issue. That's a directing issue. Those are all parts of the hand that was accurate. Right. Correct. Where it's <laughs> like, it, it's, well, you're squeezing too high here. Right. Well, that's why you have a medical person. Mm-hmm. That, that's why you hire uh, us. Us. Not me.
1: I mean you can hire Johnny you'll just get Morbius 2 <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'd say Lost in New York but it's already in New York oh right. man it's, it's more, it part, it's part yeah. of the
1: Home Alone universe <laughs> it's Morbius <laughs> 2
0: Morb Harder no. I
1: wonder what what uh, booby trap Kevin could have come up with for the, the bat tube yeah <laughs> That, I, would, I would assume that's already booby trap because those bats haven't eaten all movie. <laughs> that's true. Those bats that's, are going to attack you no matter what. And I think it's Morbius thinks he's controlling the bats, but really they're just... The hungry. bats are controlling they're him. They're just yeah. hungry. <laughs> they're like, we're going to fly at that food. There were way too many bats that were released at the end of the movie for the number of bats in that cash tornado.
0: He, we don't, don't know, know how tall that, that cash tor- tor- tornado is. <laughs>
1: right. That could be a million-dollar cash tornado. It could A million million bat bat castronado
0: One of the earliest things we saw in the movie Before knowing that uh, Morby was a doctor because he said I am a doctor (laughs) I forgot about Uh, that It was um, him uh, With uh, Dr. What's-her-face Bancroft Uh, uh, Yeah, Dr. Bancroft came into the lab and saw This tube full of bats and said Essentially, I'll paraphrase here Why is there a tube full of bats here? And how did you get it here? It's like, well, I'm a doctor. He, yeah, he said, well, I'm a doctor. Uh, number one, uh, how would that happen? What getting all those bats G- and installing the tube full of bats, the bat tube? Very, like... very careful over the course of a weekend. <laughs> um, maybe it was, maybe it was Labor Day weekend or something. We don't know. He knows uh, a guy. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out in more. Oh, you don't too. have a bat tube guy? Yeah, I got a bat tube I guy. Got a bat tube guy. I um, know that guy. I- in number two. Would bringing in a tube full of bats have put her medical license at risk in the way that Morby was concerned? No, I don't think so because they're running a
1: they're running a research lab, and in research labs, lots of stuff happens. Like many happens in the research lab, stays in the research lab. It's it's many things go right. They're doing research. You're doing research on animals sometimes, and like then. You got to get animals in there. So you, you bring up an, a good point that I just thought of now, too, is that tube was real clean. It was. It, it was not filled with that guano. Tube, that tube was not realistic. Yeah, okay. There's nothing about that bat tube that was real. I learned anything from Ace Ventura. <laughs> it's guano. <laughs> there is not enough guano in there. At all. No. Bats are kind of gross. They're, they're disease.
0: They're, it's, they're, that's not what it is.
1: It's, it's when a bat hits a window, they leave a mark. Right, so bats flying around in a bat tube. You're right. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain. When and I don't mean when a bat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean when a bat splats against the wall. I mean, like, it's an animal that's don't. gross. And it's,
0: if it touches a window, it's leaving grease marks. I, I have a dog and I have cats that hang out in the yard. And I, just from dog nose prints, <laughs> that window is. Right. Also, let alone... No, imagine
1: if your dog was spinning around real fast in a tube. <laughs> well, forget the rabies. babies. <laughs> well, forget the bat. You know at some point someone pressed their face against it going, look at all the bats. <laughs> their face if we're lucky. I'm, picturing- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just picturing Charlie from Willy Wonka in the Talking Factory. <gasps> <gasps> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. The bats taste like bats.
1: I mean, that is nothing about this seems realistic. And I'm very upset that we had to watch this movie. You're upset. I did not enjoy this movie. No, you should have eaten that Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> that um, would, that would cause tummy upset later, potentially. I don't know. I is this movie good? No. Is, is it Chipotle horrible? delicious? No. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm indifferent towards it. So we're you're indifferent about the quality of the film, mm-hmm. but. The human centipede (laughs) bills itself as 100% medically accurate. If that's the case, how do you feel and how would you quantify the medical accuracy of Morbius?
1: I would give this, uh, I want to say like a 9%. Wow. It's pretty bad. There are things in it that are accurate.
0: Like blood. Yes.
1: No, no. (laughs) <laughs> the blood' blood's is not, not blood's, the, blood's not real. the blood's not one of the more accurate things in it it's um uh doctors and pharmacists prior to uh, kind of this generation were they they were more scientific like they they did more experim- experiments they like literally looked at stuff under microscopes and made comparisons and sometimes't like developed drugs on their own. Now all that stuff is very much done by larger corporations. And universities. Yeah. Um, so that, I mean, s- seeing someone kind of in their research lab is pretty, you know, he's, he's very focused and very, um, he's not a practicing doctor, right? He's just a researching doctor.
0: But he's also, he, ju- he turned down a Nobel, Nobel Prize. Really? Oh, God. Rolling my eyes again. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. At the very oh. beginning of the movie, he turned down the Nobel Prize. It's really hard to accept the Nobel Prize if you're going to Morb. Though <laughs> so this does open it up to the sequel, Morbius University.
1: Get out! <laughs> I'm shaking my Get head. I'm fired out. from my own podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Um, he did. You know, um, one of the things that did happen in this movie when that girl was needed to be placed into a coma is he ran up and listened to her heart, but he did it by putting his ear on her chest. And that's the way that doctors used to listen to people's hearts. Do you know why the stethoscope was created? I did. I did know that. That's what I was getting at. So the reason why the stethoscope was invented is because there was supposedly a more bashful uh, doctor who didn't want to put his ears on a large-breasted woman. And so he used a rolled-up piece of paper as like a tube and found that he could hear the heart better than if he put his ear directly on on the chest. Yep. Um, and then through time and design, we got the stethoscope as we know it today.
0: Thanks, Puritans, which is <laughs> right, exactly. uh
1: But I mean, good stethoscope is pretty crazy when you can like suddenly you can hear stuff that otherwise. And now it's all like those electronic ones. Yep. There's, There's not- bat hair in your ears. Oh God, I forgot about that one. And all the, all the <laughs> echolocation that look. Legitimate looked like he just farted really hard. It did, yeah. They, it, I mean, it was a cool effect, but they they didn't localize it properly, so it really looks like he's just farting and waiting for <laughs> waiting for waiting the smell to come, come s- back <laughs> to see what angle and what speed it came back, so he can echo locate yeah where it came from. I uh, mean, Daredevil.
0: So yeah, nine, had...
1: like I said, nine percent, <laughs> 40. 40%. What? Yeah. actually i can't even say yeah. that what was our worst it's our, lucy well, our, right
0: uh, so no our worst was crank two with zero <laughs> percent a for effort uh is followed it? by lucy with
1: that's with, a zero percent with an
0: asterisk of you should watch crank two yeah. yeah yeah that was a this is not a bad movie this wasn't trying and did it this make me in matter in than lucy
1: i guess is what it comes down to it did not make me matter than lucy Lucy made – it's because they say everything as, like, such scientific fact. Mm. And this one was – Now she's using 100%, 100% of, of her brain. She's transcended herself. Fine. You've convinced me to go lower. Yeah. 20. No, I'm going to go with 9. 9%. Nine, 9 is fair for you. I think 9 is a very good number.
0: But <laughs> this movie, not a very good number. <laughs> <laughs> and, Greg, you were more okay with it then. The rest of us. I mean, it's a. But it's you also a, had an app.
1: It's a superhero <laughs> movie. That's true. That's
0: probably why. <laughs> I didn't. I clearly needed an app.
1: The and app. I also don't think I missed much. No. no, you didn't, surprisingly. Yeah. But this is a good a good entry into Hortover. It's not our entry because we did Community last week. No, no. I'm just saying a good one to be part mm-hmm. of Hortover. Oh, okay. But, I'll, say, I'll give you that. Yeah, it is appropriate. For this time of year with vampires and whatnot. Um, I just... Ugh. And we had fun for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I will say. It was fun for the first, like, uh, hour. And then I'm like, I mean wait, how there's, far, there's but, more. But for, wait, there's more. For me, but, for me, that's kind of every superhero movie. It, they all overstay their welcome a little bit. It's like, I get it. You guys can punch. Okay, let's, let's have some plot. I lost it when they started flying.
0: <laughs> yeah, be, but in he, front of a subway train for some reason. Yeah. I was definitely asleep. You were <laughs> asleep during the flying part.
1: Like, if you saw the flying part, you'd be like, "Come on!" Can I? Can I have a recommendation for Horror-tober? Absolutely. Uh, I think the Happy Time Murders might fit in well for Horror-tober. I have not heard of that, and I'm looking like, that's to the.
0: It's Melissa McCarthy mm-hmm. and Muppets, and I'm down. Okay. Have, have yes. you seen I've, it? I, I, I've watched a bit of it it's oh, another one that it was, is one it's so i'm not a muppet doctor so i'm ready for this oh it's great
1: <laughs> it's great and it's i know it's, one it's hold on what? i
0: i know two people who worked at the or or at least interned at uh, children's CC, television workshop yeah, yeah. cc dub that's also my you should, childhood you theater should was also,
1: get them to to watch it and i mean be on the show <laughs> because that's part part of like the joy of it is how violent it is mm-hmm. but it's puppets Right, so like the horrible things that happen, and you're like, "Oh my god, that guy's entire body just blew up," and it's so violent, but it's a puppet; it doesn't matter.
0: You brought up we that you've we'll also brought up Beetlejuice, <gasps> which I would be excited to. Oh, do. I would love to do. So Beetlejuice. I think I would love that. Th- so let's let's announce the rest of the lineup. We don't know which order yet. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? We'll be
1: you'll be surprised what the next one is. I think that will be the way. Yeah. To do it. Stay yeah. tuned for next week. <laughs> yeah, but watch either one of those movies. <laughs> yeah, because
0: they're both great. Also, the Beatles musical soundtrack is great. Anyway, it also is. Midsummer. Also, watch Midsummer <laughs> and Crank Two. Yes, I might watch Crank Two later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, folks, for listening. We will be back uh, next week with more scary Tober with two. Or Tober.
1: Or Tober. Okay, bye.
0: Bye.